You're listening to All In, the podcast where I share what I learn as well as dive into what motivates the world's most passionate minds. All right, listen up for today's dose of inspiration. So thank you, Doug, for joining me. I really appreciate your time. I want to share uh, with the audience a little bit about you. Would you mind just sharing just a quick background of you, Doug, for those of you that are listening and watching? Happy to spend some time with you today, Solomon. You and I have been working together for several years now, so really enjoyed that. In terms of my background and and where I started, I always think of myself as as a business owner, first and foremost. I'm entrepreneurial. I started a business many, many years ago in another industry, but my role as one of the owners of that business was to identify, hire, and train our sales team as we grew that business. So we started out with three employees and essentially no business. And 17 years later, we had 330 full-time people in nine locations around the country. But throughout all of that, I continued to sell and train, identify, train, and coach our sales team as we grew that business over the years. So we eventually sold the company to a public organization. It was a great outcome, but I always loved selling and I loved teaching. So I moved into Sandler, gosh, almost eight years ago now. And I work with small to mid-size and some pretty large clients as well too. But much of what I do is help people have a defined sales process and methodology. And a lot of it involves coaching and helping people understand that they have rights in the sales process. And I think a lot of times people who are in a sales or professional business development don't think that they have rights. So thank you for that. I appreciate it. And I learned a lot over the years from you. So thank you, Doug. Today, I want to share some of the things that I've learned to the audience that are listening today. One of the Sandler rules, there's 49 of them. So today I want to share just that one that says, never answer an unasked question. What does that mean in Sandler world? So, you know, Sandler rule number five, never answer an unasked question. So I think about that and how to explain it. So I'll give you, for instance, probably give you an example, and this may help people that are listening to this. A prospect says to you, So Solomon, I hear your services are really expensive. Now, the normal reaction for someone who's in a sales role is to justify why their product is maybe more expensive than one of their competitors, right? But the reality of it is they're not asking you a question. They're just making a statement, right? So it doesn't really demand an answer. It really is an opportunity for you to have a conversation, to create a dialogue around that. So someone says, well, you know, I hear you guys are really expensive. I might say something along the lines of, hey, Solomon, thanks for sharing that. I imagine you're telling me that for a reason. Now, watch your tonality here, right? Because we never want to create anything that's going to make someone feel, you know, not okay or confrontational. That's not the point of this at all. So you got to watch your tonality because that's going to have a lot of impact on how that message is delivered, right? Right. So that to me is not a question, right? And by answering it, by defending your position or your pricing or something else, you may be going down a path that you really don't need to go, right? So you need to stop, take a breath, say, you know, really appreciate you sharing that. I imagine you're telling me that for a reason. Would you mind sharing? And then develop a dialogue around that, right? So that's one way of don't never answer an unasked question. But another one might be, let's say you're, uh, you're in a meeting with a prospect and you're, you've had this great conversation and you've identified what their issues are and you can solve whatever the challenges or issues are with their product or service. So you're presenting your solution, but then you add in One other thing. I'll give you another example. I think stories are the best way to help illustrate this. I mean, in my prior life, 
I was in a business where we often had to go out and meet with large legal teams to illustrate how we would be able to help them in a pretty lengthy, protracted trial. And it often involved providing software and technology that was used in the courtroom to present lots of information. Well, I'm in a meeting with 10 lawyers and I've got one of my technology folks with me and the meeting had gone great. Two hours in, they've said basically at the end of that two hours, you know what, Doug, we're going to move forward with you guys. This looks like the direction that we want to go. This is one of the most important trials of our lives as a law firm and we want to make sure you guys are there to support us. And my tech guy says out of nowhere, and don't worry, the software will update in the background. You'll never even know. Where that came from, I'm not really sure, but all that did was bring up, he just answered an unasked question about the software update. No one cared. All they cared about was that everything worked. They had the support. We were there to help them. But what that did was open up an entire new discussion. We went on for another 30 minutes. Ultimately, they ended up not going with us. It's a pretty significant deal. So the point is, he didn't have to bring that up. He felt there was some obligation to tell somebody about that, but it wasn't relevant to solving the problem. Didn't mean anything to the end user. So the point of never answer an unasked question is if it doesn't address the problem that you've uncovered that you're going to solve with your product or service, leave it alone. Don't go there. There's really no need to address it. Yeah, I've come across that too. (laughs) And I guess early on in a sales career, you feel like you need to share lots of information, even irrelevant to even the deal that you're working with. And so as you get more mature in sales, right, you know how to zip it up and shut up. (laughs) I think one of the best things salespeople can do is just be quiet. You might win more deals. Yeah. Well, not only that, I mean, being quiet, Solomon means that you're listening. There's another saying the rule. I forgot the number, but it says a prospect who is listening is no prospect at all. They're Mm. just listening to you, right? That's true. So the goal is we should really be listening at least 70% of the time and letting that prospect do the overwhelming majority of that talking because our job is to listen and to gather information and to figure out if we're a fit to be able to help that person with our product or service. And sometimes we're not. And if that's the case, that's okay. Move on. Better for you and better for the prospect. Rather than saying something and losing the whole deal. That's right. Never answer an unasked question. Sandler rule number five. Thank you so much, Doug. I appreciate you giving us some of your candy. <laughs> it was my pleasure, Solomon. It, it, on, a, on a late afternoon, on a, at the end of the week, I'm happy to do it. Absolutely. Have a good one. I'll see you soon. Okay. Thanks a lot. Thanks for listening to All In. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss out on your daily dose of inspiration. And now leave a review as well as share it with someone else. Go to my website and leave me a voice message with your questions, your thoughts. So I want to incorporate you into future episodes. That's all for today. Go out there and become who you're destined to be.